This is episode 329, Let Go of Self-Doubt and Trust Your Intuition with Tammy. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Hope you are enjoying your holiday season. If you missed my Coach's Corner last week, I took you through my end of year ritual that I record for you fresh every year. And this coming up weekend, I will be recording my calling in your 2022, stepping into your new year ritual. So stay tuned for that. But you'll want to do the release ritual. I call it the release ritual, the letting go of the year. And then the receive ritual is calling in the new year. You'll want to do the release one first. So go back and check that out. Have a great episode for you today. I think a lot of you often ask the question, hmm, is that my intuition or is that fear? Is that my mind? A lot of you may struggle with self-doubt at times. And you may even relate to having a desire for success, but also a fear of success as well. I think the fear of failure is obvious. The fear of success can be a little sneakier, but a lot of us have it. So I talk about that as well in the episode. Before we dive in, I have a little holiday gift for you. Some of you may know that Steph and I recorded a really awesome breathwork and meditation series where we came up with kind of prescriptive breath work and meditation. So there's breath work for anger. There's breath work for opening your heart. There's breath work for stress. And each of them are followed by a meditation and you, that you can do them without or with music. You can do just the breath work, just, just the meditation. It's, it's really great and a really wonderful way to support your continued growth. And we have a promo for you that will last all of January for $30 off the breath work. Just go to christinehasser.com slash breath work and enter the promo code holiday. doesn't matter and if it's in all caps or whatever, any of it will work. So enter code holiday at christinehasser.com slash breathwork and get $30 off. We have great reports from people that have invested in the breathwork and meditation series. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful tool. So really encourage you to gift yourself with that and take advantage of our gift to you of $30 off. So as you're listening to this call with Tammy, consider, do you sometimes wonder if the information you're getting, if the thoughts you're having are actually your intuition or fear. Are you addicted to learning? Are you a constant student always thinking there's more you need to know or more you need to learn? Do you doubt yourself? Do you struggle with self-acceptance? And especially if you're in the helping field, like you're a coach or you're somehow promoting and working in personal development, you feel sometimes like an imposter because there's still things about you judge about yourself. So you really struggle with that. And finally, do you think there could be a little bit of a fear of success? Not just failure, but a bit of a fear of success. So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my coaching session with Tammy. Tammy, thanks for being on the show. What's your question? My question is really just, how do you really know and trust your intuition Mm. you know, and, and get rid of self-doubt. Those are big questions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to give me some context here in terms of what's making you ask this? Cause maybe that'll help me Um, guide the answers. Yeah. I think I'm an intuitive person. Um, 
But I tend to really, but I think that I tend to always lack a little, or I have self-doubt. So um, especially when it comes to my career and what I should be doing, I always feel like I'm constantly, you know, things are caught, like I'm on one road and then things pop up and I'm like, ooh, maybe I should learn that too. Or, you know, like, and so I'm always wondering if that's more, a guide out of fear to take me off track because I'm afraid to take action or if it's really like an intuition or mm-hmm. something like that. So I struggle with that a lot. Yeah. I think a lot of us do, including myself. I've definitely struggled with that before. And, and it's a question, you know, that comes up a lot. Is this, is this fear saying, no, don't do this. Or is this intuition? So can you think of a time where you're sure it was your intuition? Like, can you think of a time when you know your intuition spoke to you? Yeah. Would you I be willing so. to share that? Sure. I, I Honestly, I never even really had felt that before. It was kind of weird. I thought it could be fear because I had made myself a promise that I wouldn't go take more courses or kind of stay on path. And so all of a sudden I had seen, you know, an ad for a breathwork class um, or certification. And I had this really weird feeling come up because in my body, really, it was sort of like it hit me hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's the most recent one. And I what felt was the like, feeling that hit you in your body? Uh, um, it was sort of like, ooh, like, mm-hmm. what was that? Like in my kind of like gut. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't really understand it because I was like, I have nothing to do with breath work. <laughs> like, <laughs> why am I doing this? But, and I was, again, I was afraid that I was, oh, here we go again, another class, another certification, you know, another, but I just couldn't stop. So I, I did go through, through it and it turned out to be really great. And it's been really amazing for me. And I've been mm. facilitating breath work. So I guess, I guess, I would say sometimes it doesn't make sense, the knowing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that that's you. Well, you hit a couple things. You hit upon how it's a body sensation because often intuition Mm -hmm. is, is a body. It's like a direct sensation that we feel somewhere in the body. You also said it hit you. It just kind of came out of nowhere. And it's sort of like, I like to think of the difference between thoughts I'm creating versus thoughts that just drop in. And if you attune to that, yeah. you can feel the difference because most fear thoughts, they feel like if you feel where, let's say you're worried about something or you're fearful about something, let's say you want to, I don't know, apply for a new job. And then the mind comes in and is like, but what if you don't get it? What if you don't like it? You know, all that, you know, you don't want to work for somebody else, all that kind of stuff. Like you can feel it in the mind. Compare that to the sensation you got about breath work. It wasn't like you could feel the wheels turning in your mind. It just was this direct drop in and you're like, oh, well, that surprised me. So intuition is, is not something that one, one intuition doesn't create the feeling of fear. So let's say that you're out walking and you're going to walk down a dark alley. There's a difference between being scared and going, oh, no, no, I can't walk down down that dark alley. Or let's not even make it dark alley. Let's say you're just walking to your car and 
something nudges you to walk a different direction. That's intuition. Intuition doesn't go, there's a murder down that way. Walk the other direction. It's, it doesn't create fear in us. So for me, okay. I know that if I'm feeling a feeling of fear, it's not my intuition. Okay. It's my mind creating, constructing a thought. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the yeah. other thing I want to touch on is self-doubt because when we have self-doubt, we lack faith. And self-doubt so often comes from being self-focused. I'm not calling you a self-focused person. I'm not calling you selfish. I'm Mm -hmm. guessing you, like a lot of people, had things happen in your life, particularly your childhood, that felt like a shoe dropping, that felt like the rug being pulled out from under you, that felt kind of out of control. And you've developed ways to feel in control and to rely on yourself. And when that happens, when there's so much reliance on self, there also is self-doubt because the truth is we can't do everything on our own. So an overly self-reliant person often doubts themselves too. Doesn't doubt their ability to maybe take care of themselves, but doubts their ability in terms of things working out for them, how they're seen in the world, so on and so forth. Is this resonating with you? Yeah. 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 So what's, what's coming up for you as I'm talking? Um, I'm just like contemplating a lot of, I guess, decisions and I'm trying to figure out if they're, you know, what I'm feeling, if they were in the head or in, you know, my stomach or my body. Well, let's go through so some I'm of just them. Kind of, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, one of the things that I think for me, um, I always feel like, um, I don't know enough. Um, mm-hmm. So right, I'm at a point in life where I'm finally taking action. And I'm, you know, coaching and I'm leading breath work. But then there's this feeling like, well, maybe I should go back to school because, you know, like, I don't like what credibility do I have? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, especially in right, that's not areas. a feeling. That's a thought. Yeah, that's a thought. Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah, I've been like kind of toying with the idea of that, but it's a huge commitment. And so I was just trying to play around with that. You Mm -hmm. know, is that something that I should, is it more of a thought? And I think, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. probably at this moment in time, it feels more like a thought that's popping in. Right. See, you already know. Yeah. And I can back you up and point a couple things out. So, right, there's already a pattern of self-doubt. There's already a pattern Mm -hmm. of not enoughness, and that's going to apply to whatever you do. You could have a PhD, a master's degree, and decide, I need to go for my second PhD, or I need to go for, (laughs) we know, whatever it is. When we have that not enoughness, enough is never enough. So instead of focusing on the contribution you're making, client feedback, so on and so forth, the not enoughness is coming in and is like, well, maybe I'll... If I go back to get more credentials, I'll feel more self-confident. So the pattern is really looking at outside things to get rid of the self-doubt. And that's what a lot of us with self-doubt do. It's like, okay, maybe if I get more schooling, maybe if I lose this weight, maybe if I have more money, maybe if I hire this coach, we're constantly looking for ways to feel more confident. But true confidence is radical self-acceptance. 
That's true confidence. True confidence is going, this is who I am right now. This is my skills. I'm an integrity. I love who I am. I love who, what I do. And that is enough. Confidence doesn't come from, I did this program. I have this degree. I've studied with this person. That's not true embodied confidence. Okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense because I think that's what I've been working on. (laughs) So Mm. clearly I need to keep working on that. Well, when you say working on it, what do you mean? Well, I think that I recognize that in myself. I recognize the not enoughness and I recognize the external, but, you know, doing the work, the inner work is, um, and it's funny because I, I help coach people through this, but applying it to yourself is always, you know, not an easy thing. And so I've been trying to really work on, um, on that self-acceptance, self-love, mm-hmm. self, because I know it, it's just, yeah. it's hard to change that, you and, know, and more, patterns. Sc- more schooling isn't going to do that for you. More training isn't going to do that for you. And can you see how the self-doubt part of you thinks that'll do it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And yeah. The, the feeling of feeling, you didn't use this word, so I'm going to kind of say it. And if it doesn't resonate with you, that's, I understand. But that, that feeling of being a fraud that feels like, okay, we're teaching this stuff, but we're not living it. That's something that I struggled with in my early coaching career. And so many people struggle with. It's natural. We can call it that. We can call it imposter syndrome, whatever we want to call it. It doesn't really need a name. We can all know, we you know that feeling. And what is also, what I'm also picking up about you is you have way higher standards for yourself than you do others. And you let other people kind of get away with a lot more than you allow yourself to get away with in terms of how much you judge yourself. And it's been one of the ways it's motivated you. And we've talked on the show a lot about how we use our inner critic to move us forward and motivate you, motivate ourselves. And we're scared to stop being hard on ourselves because then we think we're going to stop moving forward. So the other piece Mm. that I think is really present for you is just asking yourself, am I in integrity? Am I preaching something that I'm refusing to do? that I'm not trying to do it all, that I'm not living? And the answer is no, you're not. But you Mm. judging where you are in your life is a bigger deal than not being in full acceptance and self-love. And what I mean by that is if you could just accept right now, you're not exactly where you want to be with self-love and acceptance. You're in self-love and acceptance. But the fact that you're going, I should be better. I should keep working on this. I have so far to go means you're in judgment. Okay. So if you can just kind of go, I'm human. I'm teaching what I'm learning, not even teaching what I need to learn, teaching what I'm learning and how amazing that I get clients and I get to talk about this stuff. And it's a way I reinforce it within me. Every time I coach someone, I'm learning too. And I love the fact that I can relate to how hard it is for my clients sometimes to be in acceptance and self-love. I get it. Like if you just mastered self-love and acceptance, you'd get so frustrated with clients because you'd be like, just love yourself. Just get it. What the heck is wrong with you? But because it's been a journey for you, you have so much patience and so much compassion 
And if you can really mm-hmm. see that, Tammy, and go, wow, like my own struggles with this make me an even better coach because I'm so much more empathetic. And can yeah. you see how that reinforces confidence? <laughs> can you see how that takes a self-doubt and just sort of like moves it out of the room? Yeah, totally. And how does it feel to think like that? It feels a lot more peaceful, Mm -hmm. calm, less, less anxious for sure. Um, Does it feel true? Yeah, it it does. Yeah. It's totally true. Um, Yeah. It's sort of like a, like an aha moment seems so like simple, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, totally makes sense to me. And when you feel into that feeling of I'm in integrity, I'm walking with my clients, I have compassion, and empathy, I'm committed to being a continuous student of life and you feel into that truth and that calm. And then you ask your intuition, is it appropriate for me right now to go back and get more training or schooling? What does your intuition say? My intuition says I really just have to keep my where I'm at at this moment mm-hmm. and just keep going that route. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I I do it's 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 definitely a pattern that I I notice. It's just and then I'm scatterbrained because I'm overwhelmed by so many things pulling me in every direction um, instead of just staying the course. Right, you know. Right. So your intuition is saying, no, not right now. Sounds to me like your intuition is saying, now is the time to integrate and embody. You know, when we keep trying to put more information in and more training in and more, 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 there's no time to integrate. There's no Mm. time to let it digest. There's no time to learn. Yeah, that's so true. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I have been <laughs> chronically learning, so I think it's been a problem. I don't. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. You're totally right. Mm-hmm. And that chronically yeah. learning, what do you think? We've talked about it a little bit. But what do you think that's about? What sort of wound is driving yeah. that, or limiting belief, or old kind of trauma you're carrying around is driving that? Um. Definitely um, not feeling good enough, Um, feeling like um, I've got to be doing something or else, you know, I'm not, I'm not good enough. So Mm -hmm. it's a constant need to, to be busy and to constantly learn and to constantly, uh, Mm -hmm. it's almost also a distraction, I think. From what? A distraction from maybe I, I I'm I'm kind of assuming, but I'm thinking maybe even fear of success. Because mm-hmm. what happens if you're successful? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what that feels like. I think I guess um, you know success is all uh, relative, so it's. You know, I don't know. I don't know what would happen if I'm successful. I would just maybe, maybe I'm, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm afraid of, quite honestly. 
Mm-hmm. Well, with most of us who fear some degree of success, it's the fear of being seen. It's the fear of more responsibility. It's the fear of the more successful I am, the more, it's like the higher I get, the greater the fall kind of thing. Mm. And there's a comfort zone we all kind of get into with our current level of success or health or wealth or whatever it may be. So I think all these dots you're connecting are beautiful. And I love that you're asking your initial question was about intuition, because I think if you can pivot from making choices based on this kind of compensatory strategy of what can I do to make me enough? You know, what it's like more, 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 what more schooling, what more training, what more credentials, whatever it may be and really start to lean into what, where am I being guided? Where am I being guided next? Instead of what should I do next? Where am I being guided next? Because when we're really listening to our intuition and allowing our higher self in the universe to guide us, we're going to move in a direction that is the most aligned success and success that happens at the rate we're ready for. I remember, and I think I've told this story on the air before, but I'll tell it again. When my first book came out and way back in 2005, the Oprah show reached out to me, one of the producers and you know, 2005, like Oprah was like the thing, right? And my co, I was so excited. And I told my coach Mona and she said, baby, you're not ready. She said, if they want you on the show, don't go. I'm like, what? Pass up Oprah? Never. She's like, you're not ready. You're not ready for that kind of attention. You're not ready to be in her presence. It's too, you're not ready. And I got upset and I was like, screw her. I'm going to go on the, (laughs) and I was, but luckily they didn't end up having me on. So it wasn't a decision I had to make, which was, I think the universe protecting me because I can look Mm. back now and go, oh my gosh, I would not have been ready. I was in my early twenties. I was a baby. I was still too much in my ego. I hadn't really truly embodied all the work. I'd done a lot of work, but I hadn't really embodied it yet. And that kind of intention that would have come in from having that kind of platform would have been too much, way too much. And that was, again, kind of the universe intervening and me not trying to make something happen. And so I share that story with you because I want you to, that part of you that's scared of success, I want you to know that the more you, you know, tune into your intuition and stay on your own personal development path, that doesn't mean consuming lots of courses, right? It just means staying on your awareness awake path. You will be guided to the success that's most aligned for you at the appropriate time. And so that part of you that's scared of failing or scared of disappointing people or scared of responsibility, whatever part of success scares a part of you, the more you let your intuition guide you, the less you need to be concerned about that. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. But the more you try to achieve and make things happen, the more you and anyone is at risk for building a kind of success that's not aligned and can be built on a house of cards and can come crumbling down and blow up in our face. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Wow. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. your practice, Tammy, is again feeling that difference between okay, where is this thought coming from? Is it coming from my head? Am I constructing it? How does this thought make me feel? If it makes me feel tight, if it makes me feel pressure, if it makes me feel tense, if it makes me feel fearful, it's probably not coming from my intuition. Okay. If it makes me feel like if I feel like just a knowing and there's really not much of a feeling with it, it's just kind of like a a yes or a gut feeling, but there's no fear. There's no anxiety. It just, it is what it is. It's like, oh, that's yes. Okay. Makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And the more you lean into intuition, the more, again, self-doubt moves out of the room because self-doubt just comes from the mind making up all kinds of crazy thoughts and telling us all kinds of untrue things. Intuition, there's no self-doubt in intuition. Like when you got that knowing about the breathwork course, you, you knew. And of course the mind might've come in later and been like, why are you doing this? Nah. But that initial moment when you got the directive, there wasn't doubt. Yeah, no, none. And I didn't really care either. That was another thing. Like, Mm what other people were going to think. Mm-hmm. So I sort of just went with it. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. Um, yeah. Okay. Yep. You know, well, that's super, that's mm-hmm. super helpful. That's probably been the best, um, help in trying to figure out my intuition so far. Beautiful. Now you can just get to practice, 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 yeah. practice. Cause the more we pay attention yeah. to it, the more aware of it we are. So just practice. Yes. Okay. Just listen, I guess. Just yeah. Be, st- be more still. Yeah. Listen, be open. And, you know, a lot of times it just, it just comes in when we least expect it. We're like, oh, so it's, it's about listening be still. And it's also about responding and taking the direction when it comes in. Like imagine if you had wrote that off and not pursued the breath work, right? Then it's, then it's like, you're not you're not taking the guidance. So it's about listening, being open, and then responding to the guidance we get. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So thank you, Tammy, for your honesty and for bringing up such a relevant topic that I think so many of us can relate to. I know I, for one, sometimes have gone, hmm, I have this feeling, is it, is it my intuition or is it fear? And as I discussed with Tammy, the, the, biggest indicators are, one, do I feel it in my body? Like, is it in a full body yes or a full body no? Or do I feel like tension and constriction and fear in my body or an anxiety in my body? From my experience and everything I've studied about intuition, when something really is an intuitive nudge, it doesn't produce anxiety. Now, we might have anxiety after our intuition drops something in and then our mind is like, oh crap, I have to do that. I I can remember sitting in my bed when I was still married to my first husband and him walking across the room and my intuition saying, you're not gonna be married to him much longer. And when it dropped in, I didn't feel anything except just this drop in of awareness 
Now, after my mind interpreted that, it was one of those oh shit moments. And then, of course, I felt anxiety. So you may have anxiety after an intuitive nudge comes in because the mind's like, how am I going to do that? Or are you kidding me? But when it first drops in, it's just like a boom. And you feel this, you feel it in your whole body, not just your mind. And it feels like a drop in, just like a boop versus thoughts that you create. Most fear-based thoughts are thoughts that we create. We construct them in our head. We can feel our wheels turning. So I encourage you to start paying more attention to how your intuition works. And this is encouragement I've given you before. Start with little things. Be at a restaurant, glance at the menu, have your intuition pick what you're going to have that night and you'll be guided towards something. Or just really spend time in nature. Spend time quiet. Spend time when you're not distracted. That's often when intuition can come in. For a lot of people, it speaks to them in the shower or the bathroom, because that's often when we're not thinking, 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 thinking. And the less you distract yourself with the ways you compensate for your worth and validation and acceptance and all that, and I'll talk more about that in a moment, the more space you make room for your intuition. So Tammy gave a beautiful example about that nudge about breath work. When she saw the course, it wasn't the, oh, I have to go get more training or, oh, maybe this will make me less of an imposter or whatever. It was a, this is for me. I really want to do this. So she was able to really feel the difference between intuition and thought. And it turned out to be a beautiful experience. And in most things that are guided by our intuition are, they really keep us on our path. The other thing I want to talk about is this whole self-acceptance thing and this whole, when I fill in the blank, then I'll feel fill in the blank. And she's using the example as a coach that she feels like she needs to get to this place of amazing self-acceptance and needs to be in a different place. And, but she can be in self-acceptance right now. She can accept the fact that at times she still judges herself. She can accept the fact that she'd like to be a little more self-loving. You can be in radical self-acceptance, which equals confidence and still know there are things that you're working on. There are things that you're practicing. There's things that you're integrating. And speaking of integration, if you're one of those constant students, like this training and then this training and then that training and then this training, slow it down, (laughs) take pause. Because if you don't give yourself time to truly integrate, then how do you really learn the learnings? That's one of the reasons why we're extending our Elementum coaching training program from six months to nine months. The first year we did it, it was six months. It was intense. And we heard from our students, we need more integration time. We need more integration time. You guys are giving us so much content and there's so much experiential learning. We need to integrate. So we added three extra months because we're like, you guys are right. <laughs> you need time to integrate. And P.S., the early bird discount for Elementum coaching, if you want to enroll, ends at the end of this year, December 31st. But if you apply before the 31st or, or at least by the 31st, we'll still honor the discount. So go to elementumcoachinginstitute.com to get your application in. Okay, so back to what I was saying about the ways we try to compensate for where we feel less than, for where we have self-doubt. People-pleasing, caretaking, obsessing about how we look, being on a constant train of achieving, 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 and even learning. Too much learning can be a compensation for where we feel self-doubt. So if you're constantly reading self-improvement books, constantly doing, maybe this will training will help, or maybe this practitioner will help, again, pause, allow time for integration and deal with that self-worth and self-doubt that's 
often underneath that. Finally, let's talk about the fear of success here. A lot of you, like I said in the intro, may relate to the fear of failure, but what about the fear of success? Like what happens if you're truly successful? That can bring up a lot of fear for us. And I encourage you as a takeaway for today to really feel into that. Maybe do some journaling about what happens if I'm successful or if I'm successful then and see what comes up. The obvious things may be, well, then I get to live where I want, or then I get to quit my job that I hate or so on and so forth. But underneath there's often deeper things like, well, then I will be judged more, or then I'll have more responsibility, or then I could lose everything. So we can kind of get comfortable with our comfort zone, as you know. So dive deeper, like what, where is that fear of success coming from and what parts of you are afraid of it and how we can reassure those parts of us is to keep tuning into our intuition and keep doing our own personal development work. Because when we really listen to intuition and when we're on track with our own personal development work, we're going to stay aligned. We're not going to get on a path that's more driven by ego and ego-based success and compensatory success. That's the house of cards. And that's what we fear because that's when we start to feel like a fraud. That's when we start to feel like we can lose everything. But if you really trust your intuition and and open up to it and you keep doing the inner work, then you're going to be on your most aligned path and you're going to build a path of success that's sustainable. I shared the Oprah story. If I had gone on Oprah when I was 25 years old, I would have shot up very quickly and then I probably would have crashed. And it's so good that I wasn't on then because I truly wasn't ready and I can see that now. Now, what that gave me the ability to do was build a path of success that was sustainable. It was a marathon, not a sprint. And from my point of view, that's really how you build lasting success because you have time to embody it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. As always, sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Blessings.